Welcome to the Sisterhood of Secrets, a podcast meant to satisfy all of your mysterious, paranormal, and downright creepy desires. Follow us as we explore the unusual mysteries of the world. Hey guys, welcome back to the Sisterhood of Secrets. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Taylor. And guys, we want to thank everyone, our friends, our family, people we don't know who are soon to be our friends for listening to our first few episodes. From the bottom of our butts. <laughs> we really appreciate it. I mean, really, we've had um, a really good time creating these and we hope that somebody is getting some enjoyment out of it. Um, we've, we're having a good time and we hope that we can continue to do this and we hope that people are enjoying it. Yeah, I mean, even if you don't like it, we're still going to do it. So you might as well listen. <laughs> <laughs> True. And if you do enjoy it, guys, please rate and review. We need those so we can, you know, stay current. So when I make these posts, because I'm the social media gal, and forgive me. She's the manager. Of nothing. Um, <laughs> forgive me if I'm not the best social media person, but um, I say every time, you know, rate, review, leave a comment, email, uh Put up the bat signal, whole nine yards. Yeah, please email us with some spooky stuff. We love it. Like, we want to hear from you if you really even are if interested. It's not spooky. Yeah, even if it's just strange and you want to know more about it. Yeah, also give us your opinion of the episodes. Yes. Like, especially, like, say, take um the wolf jellies. Yeah, did you, do you want to try some wolf cream? Would you like to wear a wombo bell? <laughs> Stop on by. Yeah. <laughs> this turned into an infomercial. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start selling wombo belts. <laughs> but they're for werewolf, obviously. We're not trying to take any credit from SpongeBob. Obviously. Yeah. Thank but you. again, thank you so much. But let's get into it. Yeah. Yeah. This is episode five. And this episode, we're going to be focusing on Lake Lanier. <laughs> yeah. So if you live in Georgia, I, maybe if you don't live in Georgia, you've heard of Lake Lanier. And it has kind of a spooky history. Um, and just like its reputation is kind of scary. That's a better word, not history. I would say its reputation is the scary. history is a little. Uh, the history is pretty terrible. But Winfred, Winifred. Um, excuse the IT dog. It's our special investigator, Winifred. Uh, yeah, we did say we love dogs. Remember, and yeah. they're everywhere. She caught the scent of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> just had to let y'all yeah. know. Uh, she's a baby basset hound, and she doesn't know how to control herself. So anyway, you'll probably hear her again <laughs> back on track. Yeah. So episode five, we're going to be focusing on Lake Lanier. So I'm going to start and I'm going to give you a little bit of a history. And it is a dark history. Um, and I'm sure that I'm leaving something out. But just so the world knows, a lot of terrible things happened. And I'm just going to share a little bit of it. A lot of racial injustices happened. We're going to summarize a lot because that we, know, we don't have enough time to do it justice. Right. Just so you know, if you have an opportunity, take a look back into the history of Lake Lanier and Oscarville. But, okay, let's get into it. So, <clears throat> are you ready? Ready. All right. So, the town of Oscarville. Everyone's heard the story of the town that has been submerged under Lake Lanier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So lots of people go to Lake Lanier and we've all heard the creepy stories and we've seen the pictures of the submerged city. Yeah. There's pictures of it? Yeah. There's pictures of like the, there's like buildings that have been submerged and stuff like that. The only pictures I've saw, uh, I've saw, I've seen um, were like when it was being dammed up pre-flood. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, so before the lake was there, there was a town, and it was called Oscarville. And this town was a huge um, community. It was a it was a beacon for Black culture in the South. And at the time, 1,100 Black people owned land and operated businesses there in the Forth, Forsyth County. So, and this was you know right after the Civil War. So you know, Black people weren't you know given the the rights that most people had still, even after they reached the so-called freedom it, from slavery. It was such a moment in black history because this was primarily ran by black people. Like that, that's all that it was. That's all that there was. I yeah. Mean, like all of the businesses were owned by them. Um, all of the, the entire community worked together and was well run by this black community. And we're like a family, <coughs> honestly. I mean, everybody knew each other. It's like small town vibes for real. And it was just like this teeny weeny little section of Forsyth County was just for these folks. And I mean, it was a cute little place. You can look up pictures of it. It's cute. Yeah. We'll definitely post them on social media so you can see. Um, it just seemed to be like a typical small town in the South. Yeah. So things started to change, took a really dark turn in uh, September of 1912. An 18 year old white woman. Her name was May Crow was raped and murdered near the Browns Bridge in um, on the Chattahoochee River Banks. So right beside Oscarville. So um, she people claimed there was another woman also attacked. So-called I don't necessarily know that it was true. You know, take it with a grain of salt. But she claimed that some um, black men came in and did things to her. None of this was proven, but it happened. She said it. So as word spread on the attack on Crow and <clears throat> white people became increasingly angry and it wasn't long before there was a lynch mob formed and yes, yeah, were the, um, there were several men who were arrested and they were being detained in this jailhouse and a mob formed outside of the jailhouse and they, I don't know, attacked. The man's name was Knox, the one there's one man in particular. Um, they tried to sneak him out the back door to keep him from being hanged. And he was taken to Atlanta for his protection. And then he stood trial for the attack. Um, the next day, four men. So there was Knox who was... Um, Knox was the main dude suspected of the crime. Right. So like he was the right. first one the finger was pointed up. Right. And then uh, later on, there were four additional men, four additional black men, Oscar Daniel, Rob Edwards, Jane Daniel and Ed Collin. They were all arrested and taken into custody and they were suspected accomplices to Knox, who was at the time he was 16 years old. Yeah. He was a child. Yeah. Yeah. So they're being detained in the county jail and a mob of 2000 white people stormed it. And they gained access to the cells. This is where it gets kind of dark. So, again, sorry, but it should be told. Warning. Yeah. So they shot and killed Rob Edwards and dragged his body from the jailhouse and hung him from a telephone pole in the town square. Wow. Yeah. So one of the men that I listed was taken and hung in the town square. And again, this was just like a suspected accomplice like there was no hard proof on any of these four additional men or Knox. no somebody decided that they were going to point their finger at them and probably because they were black i mean at the the time time, that this makes the most sense yeah i mean there was a lot of racial injustice happening currently and going on but 
Yeah. So they were, um, the man was killed. Rob Edwards was killed. Ernest Knox and Oxer, Oscar Daniel were both found guilty of the rape of May Crow. They were sentenced to death by hanging. So, oh, and even though this is just a little blurb, even though it was illegal at the time to hang someone. Yeah. Is anyway. it still illegal? I hope so. <laughs> 8,000 whites congregated in the town square and they wanted to watch the boys publicly hanged for this alleged crime that uh, and they really had no opportunity to fight back so even though they were given a proper or not a proper they were given a trial um there is no way in my mind that they received you know was justice. it fair absolutely not so they probably it, more than likely an all-white jury yeah of course white judge whole nine yards and yeah they'd already then, made up their mind yeah i mean all you had to do is point and yeah. Miller was gone yeah so um after this, it got really bad in Oscarville. It was a very scary place for the people that lived there. And because there was a white group of terrorists and they are known as the Night Riders and they would literally make it their mission to run every black person out of the town. So would you say they're like the KKK? I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 That's terrible. I, it, it's heartbreaking to think about. Um, so Oscarville would end up being one of the main targets. And so 98% of its black residents would end up leaving their homes and, or being murdered if they refused to move. Damn. So I guess there was no justice if you weren't white. I mean, that's not justice. That's like. No, I mean like they were murdered and these people weren't, they didn't stand trial. They weren't hung in the street. It's illegal. Apparently not. So the black property deeds found were were found and give, I mean obviously all of a sudden so the people who this community of people own the land and they own the businesses and then all of a sudden they were run out and their deeds and their land was given to their white neighbors. There was no sale, there was no money exchanged, it was just given. Taken is a better word. That's what that's what we're good at, y'all. Yeah. So, um, this allowed people to take the land and then the land would be sold to the government. And this is kind of how Lake Dude, Lanier started. You know they made bank off of that, too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. But the original owners didn't see a dime. All they saw was, you know, torment. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just saying, awfulness aside, they made some good money off of it. Yeah. yeah. It's prime real estate. So, um, they sold it in 1950, and they planned to build Lake Lanier, right? So, the entire town of Oscarville was put underwater. It was intentionally flooded and uh, with the Buford Dam to support the growing demand of the water supply. So, they, they needed to fund the, the power, so they built the dam and all that business. Um, the lake was named after Sidney Lanier, who was a poet and a musician. I didn't know that. He was also a member of the Confederate Army. What a shock. Yeah, not surprised. <laughs> so, um, in the end, construction destroyed 50,000 acres of farmland and displaced around 250 families. And they tried to move buildings that could be moved. They moved them off the property to another location. And if it wasn't able to be moved, they left it there. If there were there was cemeteries in the town and they tried to relocate them, or maybe they didn't. I'm not entirely sure. But there are still cemeteries and left bodies under the water. Underneath there. Bodies left in the water. Yeah. Creep. Yeah. Creep. Yeah. The lake is about 50 miles outside of downtown Atlanta. 
Um, it's an artificial reservoir, and it spans about 59 square miles and has 692 miles of shoreline. So it's massive. Is it, is, isn't it? Is the largest lake in Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. So L- Lake Lanier was designed to be used as a recreational lake just for fun, boating, skiing, all that business. So the concrete buildings, the cars, the parts of bridges, and other debris that's in the deeper parts of the lake um, – they, they they were supposed to cause no harm. They were like, it's so deep, you're never going to have any problem. Mm. Yeah. Well, now that the water is kind of receding, accidents start happening, and debris is adding up. So it's just kind of, you know, there's been, there's boating, ac- excuse me, there's boating accidents every year. We hear about it. You see it. Is it the debris or something else? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're going to tell us. Um, but they're saying that, Lake Lanier, the the debris building up. Obviously, if you have a whole town, and it's filled, you know, I mean, they're stacking up. All this stuff's like. You also, know. you know, there's probably new debris that gets put into. Well, that's lake. what I'm saying. They're saying since all of these boating accidents, it could be that all of the debris like from people also like to dump stuff in lakes and stuff because you know, humans are awesome. Yeah, and like stuff. I mean, stuff happens. Yeah, you get in a boat wreck and it sinks down at the bottom. I mean, like, <laughs> you really gonna go salvage that wreckage? Yeah. Well, it is said, you hear it everywhere, Lake Lanier is one of the most dangerous lakes. Yeah. And the lake floor is very unpredictable. And it, when there's droughts, it becomes exposed. And you can see ferry boats, cars, sometimes bodies, cool. all kinds of stuff. Uh, swimmers, they surface. That's when, when the water lowers. That's when things come to the top. Cool. I mean, not cool for them, but like. Um, uh, kind of cool. I mean, can you imagine just like, I'm out fishing, y'all, and they're like, dead body. <laughs> yeah. uh, that is in my nightmares. I hate swimming in lakes because I can't see the bottom. You can't see the bottom of the ocean. I don't go far enough out to where I can't. So you only swim in pools? Yes. You know this about me. I'm not out there in the ocean, like, way out there swimming where I can't touch the bottom. Yeah, but we've been to lakes and rivers and stuff and ponds. Well, I mean, rivers, you can see our, our river water's clear. You can see your toes in there. Yeah, because it's not deep. And I wear shoes. That's different. If a stick touches me. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're saying, I'm so big and brave. But No, I'm saying, I go swimming in lakes, no problem. I'm not worried about that. I'm talking about if a group of rotten leaves in the bottom of the river touches my foot. Mm. It feels mm. disgusting. It's too much. Right now, my toes have curled up underneath. I have one of those weird, distorted foots now. Because <laughs> you're thinking about... <laughs> I've gave myself the ick. <laughs> rotten leaves are my ick. Um... So (laughs) when someone goes missing or if someone was to have an accident and they go overboard or they're just they're they can't find them, they usually dredge the lake. Right. So they use these tools and they pull it on the bottom of the lake. But since this debris is so bad and that there's so much of it, it's really hard to find missing people. Mm. Also, Mm -hmm. I would never dive. I would never be a, like a one of those body diver people. Gosh, no. That's scary. Gross. And like, you know when you're watching a movie or something, and like the, the little scuba divers are under the water and they turn their lights on and it's always dark. You got to quit. Why that is it is always? It gave me that a chill. That is like, my number one. Like, I have a serious fear of drowning. Like, I love swimming. I love getting in all the water, all the bodies of water. <laughs> I love it. But like, underwater views freak me out. Like... Lake Placid. That diver's under there and he's like, just swimming around. I know. Or crocodile. 
Jaws. That's like the OG. You know when he's he's like he swam under or something. The he's boat in the was shark in t- the shark cage. No, he's like swimming through a boat that has been sank, or it might be his boat, and he has a flashlight. He doesn't even have a gear on, and he's swimming through. Oh yeah, it's awful. It gives me the willies, man. I've got the willies hard. <laughs> I'm sweating. You got the what? I got the willies. <laughs> I mean, uh, that too, y'all. Anyway, yes. So the history of Lake Lanier is a troubling one, and. It's full. It's really sad. The town of Oscarville. That what happened to those people? They lost their lives for you know no reason. So I know like the history section was your side. Yes, and they did some conspiracy digging about the town, not Lake Lanier. Oh, I mean, okay. it is Lake Lanier about Oscarville. Yeah. Okay. So after all these horrible things happen, I've read this conspiracy. I don't know if this is true. This is just like hearsay. BS in here. This is hearing some thoughts. Um, the white woman that accused Knox and all those people of you know harming her and doing well, there bad was two women. I didn't list the May lady. One of them died. The main one, Crow. She recanted years later. Did she really? Supposedly, I couldn't find any hard facts. Um, couldn't. I oh mean, my god. I mean, I think. Sorry, I'm stuttering. also um. You know how I said that Knox had confessed? He was a forced confession. Yeah, it was 100% a forced confession. Yeah, like, that's true. Yes. That is I just wanted thing. to say that, because but he didn't say, I did this. No, it was a forced situation. It's, I think he also did it to save future, I mean, like, damage from happening, because he knew, like, I mean, what's done is done. What's claimed is claimed. He's he's finished. Right. He didn't fight or anything like that, but years later, apparently, she recanted. And this is not one of the big stories, because... People think that Lake Lanier was created to cover up the racial injustice that happened there. <gasps> that makes sense. The government would totally cover that up. Because it was I mean, such a... Because in 1950s, you know, we were starting to have, like, a lot yeah. of racial problems in that's our... I mean, that's not what this pod's about. Well, but, like, the Indian of segregation was coming. Yeah. And so, of course, the government's like, hey, let's cover up all of this terrible things that yeah. these people did i mean are you kidding like That's the government conspiracy theory i don't know i believe it because i like those kind of i things. believe that that and makes it, so, it makes so much sense, sense to me to me because like it went from being like we need this lake to fund water to build this dam to fund and now it's well we created it for recreation well which is it dog yeah what are you trying to say well they needed the dam to power to power the town and then they just used the the lake for fun, I guess. I mean, like, that's how they sold it. I guess. I don't know. How, how do you sell that? How, how do you sell, I'm going to flood an entire town and then not mention it in any history books of what happened to I these people? I never learned about that. No. I didn't know anything about this. I didn't know anything about it until I heard a podcast about Lake Lanier forever and a day ago. And then I did my own digging. And made my own conclusions. And then we came up with, you know, like, hey, let's talk about this. Mainly because the spoopy side. Yeah. But, like, you've got to talk about the history. Yeah. If you're not talking about the history, you're not doing it justice. 100%. Uh, let me clarify. I did say that May Crow was raped and murdered. But May Crow was raped and beaten. And they found her on the banks of the Chattahoochee. Hmm. Thanks for clarification. Yeah, I wanted Thanks to clear that, that up. Yeah. So, 
Lake Lanier is definitely spoopy. People always talk about the curse of Lake Lanier. So on top of Oscarville and the people that went through that trauma there, the Native Americans, they play a part here too. Where do they not play a part? Well, they're our first people, so. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I feel like every story we do, except, I mean, even, like, aliens. <gasps> That's true. So during the 1830s, there was the Indian Removal Act, and it... M- it forced 4,000 Na- Cherokee Native Americans uh, from their ancestral land, and they relocated them to reservations farther north. Boo. The journey resulted in so many deaths. Yeah. I mean, they did teach us about the Trail of Tears in school. Not like they should have. No, obviously not. But it was terrible. So many people lost their lives. The land of Lake Lanier was home to thousands of Native American people, okay? And many believe that their forced impact, their forced removal, um, created a deadly curse. And hundreds of people have died on the lake. And Mm. survivors mention how the lake itself seems to suck you in, seems to pull you in. And kind of makes you think it might be cursed, don't you think? I mean, I believe it. If any place on earth was cursed, this could be one. I mean, this is one of them. I think, I mean, think about like they get forcibly removed. Right. Then a new brand of humans comes to live there and they're forcibly removed and murdered as well. Yes. And then all of these people still continue to die there. It's got to be cursed. Got to. Got to. I mean, the negative energy alone, even if it's not cursed, there's negative stuff there. I mean, yeah. There's just swimming on dead bodies, y'all. Yeah. I'm not. I don't go swimming in that lake. No, I, I haven't been to... Maybe once I've been to Lake Lanier. Maybe. I went fishing there once. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, Lake Lanier... It's about, like, yachts and stuff out there, y'all. Like, these big-ass boats. Which is... What? I'm just going to tell... I'm, I'm Who not... Who is putting a yacht on a lake? Is White that a people. thing? I would agree. <laughs> just kidding. They're Pe- just, like, loaded. People with too much money. I mean... I reckon. I'd like to have yacht money never gonna happen for me i mean if y'all start rating and reviewing <laughs> <laughs> yeah that'll totally happen I'll, well, hey listen you'll win a chance to go on the yacht <laughs> yeah that's it if you're not on lake linear that we're gonna do you a solid yeah if you It'll rate review Carter's you lake. may be put in a t- <laughs> we can t- uh, do a wraparound <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay okay sorry that was good. God. Please tell me your half is not as dark as mine. No, mine's just like scary stuff. I love that. Go. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about the sad stuff. My life is sad enough. All right. Taylor's half. <laughs> <laughs> I have to label my stuff. Sorry. Um, so I did the spooky side and like, you know, the little creepy vibes. Yeah. So each year, more than 10 million people visit Lake Lanier in Gainesville, Georgia. 10 million? That's wild. That's too damn... What, they wonder why folks die all the time in boat and accident, accidents. Maybe it's just like a numbers game. I mean, that's life. I think it's a numbers <laughs> game. <laughs> like, everything. Hi. Anyway, um, man, you made me lose my spot. <laughs> it's considered, like, one of the deadliest lakes in, um, lakes in America, which we just discussed. Why? Mm-hmm. I mean, our theory as to why. Cursed. <laughs> Um, so there have been like 700 deaths at Lake Lanier since con- its construction in 1956. And there's like a button of documentaries about this lake. And you can watch them. I mean, some of them seem kind of cheesy and then some of them seem more factual. 
There's even some movies, and there's a new movie coming out this year. Um, I think it's just called Lanier. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't come out yet, but um, the poster for it, pretty creepy. So, <coughs> we were talking about divers earlier, and then I found a quote from a diver Ooh. that goes hunting for bodies. So, in 2017, a longtime diver of the lake, Buck Buchanan, told the local media that he sometimes felt um, body parts in the lake during his many excursions. Like, he would, this is his quote, you reach out in the dark and you feel an arm or a leg and it doesn't move. Some even say the water feels thick, like it's molasses thick. Like, stop. you can't move like, stop through it. it. This man... I know this is his job and we have to have someone to do it. Like we have to have someone to find these people so that they can be, you know, put to rest. But holy shit. He does recreational diving on the lake as well. It's not just his job. He enjoys it. If I'm swimming and I reach out and I touch someone's arm and they don't move. Oh my god! It's like the stick touching you in the river. I am freaking out. That, I was reading this and... Like I said, I have a fear of like underwater things. Like I, this is me dying inside. I hate this. I don't know what it is. Like I love all the water activities, but something touching you, man. It's just like too much. (laughs) I'm not going to say willies again because I already messed it up once. So I got the icks. (laughs) Got the willies hard, my boy. (sighs) You know me, dog. (laughs) Anyway, so there's all these like legends and stuff associated with the lakes. Like. Um, spookiness. Mm-hmm. So one that I really favored was the uh, ghost boat. The ghost boat. So it sounds really stupid. <laughs> Is it? Does the goat the ghost have like the boat? Ha- wait, the ghost boat. Does it have? It's like a ha- it's a dead boat spirit. <laughs> <laughs> it's a see through boat. Does no. it go? Ooh. Ooh. No, that's just Winifred. <laughs> anyway, so. If you ever go to the lake, you'll see a lot of, like, houseboats and all kinds of craziness. Like Yachts. Y- apparently, y- y- yachts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Struggling. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of old abandoned ones as well. And they just, like, roam the lake. Like, nobody owns them? I, they, they're they just ghost boats. That's creepy. So, one um, pretty cool fact about it is, like, authorities try and fail at locating owners of these boats. And they mainly look like they're abandoned. Like, but they still have furniture and all the items you would need to have, like, a comfortable stay on the lake. What? They're just, like, slightly dilapidated and, like, they're just creepy, okay? They're creepy. And you never see them just in, like, one particular spot. So, like, they move around the lake all the time. You get different reports from different humans, fishermen in different areas of the lake. Report them at, like, one spot, and then they'll see them again in another spot. The same boat? I mean, they're claiming the same boat. I don't know. I would go out there, like, put a sticky note or something on it, like a tag, make sure it's the same one. Why don't they pull them off the lake? Well, I'm getting there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. um, Excuse me. So, there's, like, a particularly famous one that was in the news recently, and it was called the Chesapeake Ghost Boat. The watercraft is about 40 feet long with a steel hull. That comes in. means it's a metal boat, right? Yeah. Yes. I'm just making sure. Yeah. So it's like a toughie. It's an old, tough boat. It's not fiberglass. If it's fiberglass, I'm, it'd fall apart. Okay. Okay. So it's I a mean, metal boat. It's tough. Yeah. You can't. It's hard to puncture a steel hull. Okay. There we go. Yeah. Steel's hard to break. Yeah. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... 
it seems to have been on the water for at least like two decades. So like when you look up the pictures of this thing, it is had its day, but it still has furniture. Like there's the storms we have and have had in the past 20 years. There should be no reason why there's furniture still on the deck. Wait a minute. Like lawn chairs, lawn chairs still on the deck. Oh, that's creepy. Creepy. So recently authorities finally tracked it down and were like, we got to remove this from the area. But the wh- they found it, like, in a, I guess, like, a stream or a slough, whatever you want to call that. Like a cove? Yeah, like so it, like, went off into a cove and then went down into a stream in an area that it should not have been able to get down into. It sh- Like, it should have, like, stopped. This is a ghost boat. So the only thing that I could think to rationalize this is, you know, debunk. Yeah. So we had a heavy rain and it pushed it down. And then I looked in the area, like, on the, they show you photos. Yeah. No, it was like a crick. What? I don't know how it got there. <laughs> like, there's nobody towed that thing there. It's just there. So, the area was so shallow, it took, like, multiple little boats, um, a barge, like, way off. And if you ever go to Lake Lanier, there's always a freaking barge out there doing something. Me and my boyfriend were just talking about this. There's always barges there. <laughs> and... Uh, they had to like have workmen and all kinds of stuff. Like they had to take it out in pieces. That's nuts to me. And then you can't see this, but I have a picture. So, Stephanie, <laughs> look at the lawn chairs. Yeah, that's weird. And you can tell they're from the same era. And it still has curtains. It still has all the things. Yeah, and it's been floating around on the lake for. 20 who, plus years. That's wild. And, and nobody claims to know who owns this no, boat. No, they cannot they find, can't find the, the owner. owner of this boat. No. And they probably have tried to track it down and tow it off before. Yeah, they've tried to track it down for many a years and they could never find it. So this is a, this is a part I'm going to include that I think is funny, but also at the same time, I think maybe authorities um, should watch what they say and how they say it. Mm. A little karma never hurt nobody. Yeah. Um, or does it? <laughs> so, as a joke, authorities stated to the media that the exorcism of the vessel is complete and Lake Lanier is safe again. Yeah. Which, in my book, just because, you know, the believer of things that I am, that's not a joke in this house. Yeah. Um, we don't joke about exorcism. <laughs> yeah. That's creepy. Yeah, we don't need none of that. Yeah. and th- But the thing is, this is just one of the most famous ones. There's still more out there. In worse it's conditions. It's a creepy boat. It's very creepy. I've been to a couple of lakes, you know, and I've never seen an abandoned boat. But a, but in Lake Lanier, you see them. Yeah, I've, I've been on Lake Lanier and I've never seen one, to be fair. You've never seen a, an abandoned I boat? I mean, I've seen some, like, rough-looking vessels. But people were on them. Yeah, there's folks on them. Strange. Very creepy. Uh, so, speaking of creepy. Hmm. Good segue there. Yeah, I was trying real hard. Um, there's a little uh, little story about a lady of the lake. <gasps> I love Lady of the Lakes. So they're so cool. This well, it's is sad, but cool. I mean, what I'm going to read from is not my words per se, but like it's just different compiles of accounts that are just smushed together. Okay. So I didn't write this. I just winged it. So, in April of 1958, Delia Mae Parker Young, God dang, <laughs> was <laughs> reportedly traveling with Susie Roberts to the Three Gables, a local roadhouse in Dawsonville, Georgia. 
Susie was driving in her 1954 Ford across the Lanier Bridge when, for some unknown reason, she lost control of her car, crashing off the right um, side of the bridge. So, divers entered the lake and searched the area, but neither the vehicle nor any remains were ever discovered. The only physical um, evidence was, like I said, a skid marks on the road that suggested that the woman's car went off the bridge into the lake. Oh, my goodness. So, um, a car went off the bridge, and no one could ever find this freaking car. (laughs) They couldn't find the car? They never found anything. No remains, no car, no nothing. Are they sure she went off the bridge? The, yeah, I mean, that's that's what they said. The only the evidence they had were the skid marks. And, like, that was her her intention was to go to the bar. And then for some unknown reason, she, she arrived. just went, skirt, skirt, into the water. Okay. So, <clears throat> a year later, in 1959, a fisherman discovered human remains that had floated to the surface of the lake. Oh, like we said before, it takes yeah. time. When so the drought happens, they upon come up. further examination, um... There was no obvious cause of death, and the individual could not be positively identified, although the body was noted for missing both hands and several toes. Oh, my goodness. Many assumed that these were the remains of either Delia or Susie, but at the time, it was impossible to know for sure. Wait, they found a body, and she was so decomposed. Yeah, so two girls went off this freaking bridge. And they found one, but just a couple of toes. I can, you can... Toes right off some toes because yeah. of fish and shit. Yeah. But her both hands? of her hands are missing. Like just her hands are cut off? They didn't say the state of and the wound. And what kind of injury? I mean like if you're driving your car like I'm thinking if I'm riding or I'm driving and you hit the water I don't see how your hands can be removed. And there was obvious there was no obvious cause of death. Ugh. Well, I mean drowning I guess. Maybe. Stop it. So 31 years passed before Susie Roberts 1954 Ford car was finally found. Are you kidding me? It took them 31 years this, to uh, find this, this car? In, 19, in November of 1990. The lake bed was dredged in preparation to set the foundation for pillars of a new bridge. Unexpectedly, the shell of a rusted out car was discovered with oh human remains still inside behind the wheel. <gasps> oh no, so the body they found before that it was just a rando? I don't know. Through the personal belongings found in the car, a purse, some rings, and a watch, Susie Roberts was able to be identified, and in light of this discovery, it was concluded that the young woman found decades before (gasps) was, in fact, Delia Mae Parker Young. So, okay, wait a minute. I'm I'm sorry. I misheard. So, the woman they, the person they found. Listen. Hush. Sorry. First person. No hands, baby. Delia Mae. Second one, 30 years later, still in the car. Susie Roberts. Why was Delia out of the car missing her hands? Man, that's Susie creepy. Susie May, perfectly intact. What? Why was she out of the car? So creepy. So for three decades, Susie Roberts was trapped in her car. Under the water. Under like 90 plus feet of water. Right? Man. I mean, like, it was like stuck down in the bottom of the muck and the mud of Lake Lanier. And the, the debris like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. But at the t- if you think about it, at the time, there w- it would have been fresh. I don't understand how they could not find her. Like, if you get in that water, it's a car, guys. It's not, um, I don't I know, mean, your Did, did she just keep driving down the road? <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, here's Oscar. And how did, how did 
Delia end up out of the car? They have no, no idea. No idea. Oh my gosh. So both humans are obviously laid to rest at this point. But um, it is this tragedy that has been the foundation of the most persistent legend associated with Lake Lanier. It is the apparition of a young woman in a blue dress that has reportedly been seen time and time again walking up and down the length of the Lanier Bridge. (laughs) And according to those who have seen this spirit... Who has become known as the Lady of Lake Lanier. She's missing her hands. Stop it. I really did get a cold chill. I, I got them. So listen. I, I did goosebumps. Like, <laughs> I did some more. Like obviously I said I compiled some of the. Um, some, uh, what's her name? Delia Mae Parker Young baby. Yes. She was uh, reported to be wearing a blue dress when she died. <gasps> this is so sad. Her spirit can't be laid to rest. Dude. I want to talk to her. What happened to your hands, man? I want to know what happened to her. Like, I need more information. Were they sawed off? Had they had just fallen it away? Ne- so this is and it was only a year later, like, was it from decomp? No. The rest of her was still intact. Why not her hands? I don't know. I mean, I don't know, like, decomp stages in water. I guess I could have done some research. I, I so hope. Be, so I, I want yeah, to go yeah, yeah. I don't even to the to bridge at night and I want to see if I can see her. I mean, it's just right down the road. I know. It's not just right. It's like an hour and a half away. But I mean, you know. That's too far for me. In the scheme of things. The grand scheme. Yeah. But I want to see it. I want to see if I can see this lady. I want to reach out. She Are can't you touch it. <laughs> Stop it. She ain't got no hands, girl. I can't believe you said that. I'm going to get haunted. All right. So I want to show you The lady of the lake's coming for you. <laughs> I'm not going on the lake. So I think I'm safe. Um, wear a life jacket guys oh yeah <laughs> i don't know if i said that yet but you need to wear a life jacket if you yeah. go on any lakes please specifically linear there's boating accidents left and freaking right drunk drivers on the whole nine yards i mean that doesn't help the freaking death count but drunk boaters drunk what is it drunk boaters do you say drivers oh i don't know you still get a dui on the lake <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i know that <laughs> anyway do you no, I've never received anything like that. Okay. Just make sure. I mean, you <laughs> knock on somebody knock on the <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So um. I'm going to tell, tell you about some other spirits that are... Uh, oh, I love the spooky ones. Tell me more. Tell me more. So I'm going to tell you some spoopy shit. Y'all. Ooh, getting spoopy. So another one of the numerous apparitions to reportedly haunt Lake Lanier is that of a mysterious raft seen floating on the lake late at night. Ooh. It's said to be inhabited by a shadowy figure pushing it along with a long pole with a lantern lighting its way. Folks who have seen this ghostly fisherman claim he just disappears. <gasps> this guy's from I mean he's got to be from a time period that is brass and sticks. Yeah, like like I'm trying to think of I think of gondolas. <laughs> I don't know. We did not use rafts and sticks to fish since, I don't know, like 1900s. He was using the stick to propel him. Right. They push it in the water and they push him along. Like a gonda. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's creepy. That's super creepy. You're taken away from the creep vibe. I'm sorry. I'm going to stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. Okay. Okay. So one sighting was reported by two fishermen. This is two two folks, y'all. Mm. Gives it more credibility in my point of view. Yes. Who claim to have seen this feller at about 1 a.m. So it was fall and like super chilly out. Um, and it's always colder on the water, at least to me, because that's just who I am. 
The raft was spotted in a section of the lake that is known to be roughly 45 feet deep. So, no need for a stick on a raft. Um, but the raft's rider seemed to be just moseying down the lake, propelled only by his pole. Yeah. Just so, to move, typically, I mean, all boats have like a little motor system and that's how they move. But he's using a stick and he's moving pretty pretty good speed. A stick in 45 feet of water would have to be 50 feet long. It's a big stick. <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> um... So the two men watched this figure travel along before suddenly he or she, they never actually identified if it was male or female. I just assumed it was male, um, shouted, and the figure jumped from the raft into the <gasps> freezing cold water. Afraid what? something was coming for them, <laughs> the fishermen quickly just freaking left. They pulled up their lines and were like, we're gone. But they shined their light across the river, and there was no sign of the raft or the guy, and the surface of the lake was completely undisturbed. Not a ripple. Not a ripple. That is so creepy. So. So they see a man fishing. He jumps into the icy water, which is bizarre. Like, you're not going to be doing no, that. No, he screams, shouts, jumps into the water. And then they look, they shine their light again, and he's gone. Nothing there. Not a disturbance in the water, nothing. Man, I don't think that I could go fishing again. That's like super cool. <laughs> I would love to get that on video. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I mean, I'd shit my pants, but yeah, still I mean, great it's evidence. okay if we crap our pants as long as we have the evidence. Depends if you want to sponsor us. We'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Next go to stunning tour, we will be wearing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. When <laughs> we go real. to Waverly... We'll be wearing depends. <laughs> You're. I'm gonna have to have like an AED thing with me <laughs> to bring me back to life. That's not funny. Why? I think it's funny. I don't think it's funny at all. Why? Why you made a tit wad? I don't know. I'm just got really scared. Oh my god. Anyway, I'm gonna <laughs> tell you about another curse of the lake. Nessie, can you hear me? <laughs> You out there, Nessie girl? <laughs> so, for no real rhyme or reason for all these deaths and accidents, specialists estimate the number of deaths associated with Lake Lanier is about 700 since 1956. So, that's like an average of upwards of 20 humans have died just like hanging out in these waters. Yeah. And so, there's tons of stories involving boats capsizing after hitting something in the water, yet they search the area where the accident occurred and there was nothing found that could have caused mm. the accident. Creepy. Nalakness. <gasps> Others have experienced the occurrence of sudden dangerous giant waves that seem to come out of nowhere, capsizes their boat and then vanishes. Water's completely still. What? Like a little mini tsunami. That's terrifying. That's I could flip a boat. Yeah. So, this is the super creepy thing to me. This is my favorite one. So, there's a ton of tragic drowning stories. Like, a ton. You look up Lake Lake Lanier, you're going to see a drowning story. You're going to see a death. Something like that. So, they frequently occur close to the shore and in good water conditions. That's the real creepy thing. Yeah. I also read, I don't mean to interrupt, but, like, I, I watched, like, this documentary about Lake Lanier. And it was the same man that you mentioned, the one who said the water was, like, molasses. Like, they felt like they couldn't, their arms are in slow motion almost. He would say that some people would fall off their boats and there would, no, there would be no splash. Like, they would land and then nobody was trying 
to swim. Like they were just gone. Yeah, they sucked down into nothing. Yeah, and it's like that is bizarre because you know you fall off of something immediately you're splashing and you're going unless you're already dead. But there's, I mean, it's like they fall off the boat. It's and like throwing gone. a ro- rock in the water. Yes. Yeah. So I'm gonna play off that. Okay. So <laughs> this is this is weird. So they occur. Th- this frequently like uh, literally close to the shore so we're talking about like you're like in the bay mm-hmm. good water conditions means there's no storms or any wacky weather and so many of the victims that have drowned were people that were considered to be like fantastic strong swimmers mm. which i mean just because you're a strong swimmer doesn't mean you don't need to be wearing a life jacket baby yeah you are not jesus you cannot walk on water no i mean yeah. i wear a life jacket when i'm on my kayak i do not you Unless should. We're in the ocean. You should wear your life jacket. Why? Well, I take it off when I'm like, you know, just paddling around. But I, I have it like on me. I unbuckle it, but I, I wear it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't do that. You should always wear it. Um, don't do as I do. No, you're gonna change though. You're gonna start wearing yeah, your life jacket. I'm definitely gonna change. Anyway, so <laughs> this is just super spooky, ooky. <laughs> um, and I'm sorry. I'm just trying to make you a better person, uh, a safer person. It's it's too late. I'm ruined. <laughs> I'm a bad egg. So. A bunch of people have um, had a lot of near drowning experiences in Lake Lanier. And this is the creepiest thing to me. Oh. So these people, they fall into the water. Right. They realize that they're in the water. They try to swim up and feel hands grab them and pull them beneath the water. What? So not only are they fighting up for, you know, just like because you want to resurface. You didn't get a good breath. You fell in the water. Right. Something's pulling them down at the same time. Well, that would make sense with like all of these um, people who say, well, my my so-and-so friend fell off the boat and then they were gone and yeah. there was no splash. There was no thrashing. You know, when people are trying to, when you hit the water and you're like, <gasps> you know, I need to get so out. You I, I read a theory that says the lake only chooses people deserving of death. Stop it. Which I was like, oh, who deserves that? No one. I mean... I mean, okay, there's some. Probably somebody. There's but, some, I mean, who are we to decide I mean, there's that? a lot of, like, teens, you know? Like, there's kids. There's yeah. kids out there. Nobody, yeah. No kid deserves that. Unless no. they're, I mean, like, no, no kid deserves that. No. So, I mean, that's just a theory. But a really creepy one? Yeah. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, if I'm in the water and I feel a hand touch me, I will learn to walk on water. She'll poop her pants and then whatever's holding her will It will skyrocket me out of the <laughs> water like a freaking jetpack. <laughs> and I up I, on the bank. I love this image of <laughs> you crapping your pants. And I don't it flies even you through the sky. I don't even give a shit. <laughs> Obviously not. <laughs> no, my shit just got given to the lake. <laughs> I'm gone, dude. I drowning <laughs> seems like one of the scariest things to that that urgency to take a breath and to know when you do. It takes a while. Too. You are going to suck in water, and then it's mm-hmm. just like. Mm-hmm. Oh, that. That's too much for me. I'm just going to keep saying. We stop talking about <laughs> so, overall, Lake Lanier is full of tragedy. It comes from a dark history. I think it's cursed. What do you think? I think the Loch Ness Monster. I mean, there's a Loch Ness who's making like waves. Like there's a Lady of the popping Lake. Popping stuff, like popping boats. There's these creatures, maybe, that live under the water. Oh my gosh. What? What if there's like. You know, all of the those, like, spirits pull people under. What if it's a spirit? Like, hang out with me. Or not. 
where they're just like it's gonna be me as a ghost if i go before you i'm gonna be like get over here (laughs) trying to kill me in every chance you can get (laughs) oh i'm gonna pour water in the floor (laughs) she slips and falls down the stairs how is she still alive i'm cutting your brakes oh my god (laughs) jesus you better hope i don't go first baby taylor if i'm not trying to kill you i'm gonna really mess with you i believe it i'll be traumatized when i finally do yeah you're gonna if you're not wet-headed you're gonna be (laughs) thank you you're really gonna look like crazy (laughs) that's your goal in life is to make me crazy i mean you're already there i don't think i'm gonna have to do much thank you but i'm definitely gonna like wait till you and trevor in the bed and just like sneak in between and just barely touch you you're gonna make you, me vomit in you the wake bed. up and it's just see through me oh my god you know how i'm like so weirded out about home invasions <laughs> sims uh side note we are sim people and we're avid simmers yeah so if you ever hear us mention it i'm sorry we are nerds and we can't control it it's embarrassing but it's really not no, you should play the sims it's, it's better <laughs> fantastic <laughs> stephanie said 75 kids I keep re- getting taken away. I really did. I had a kid taken away. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> so Lake Lanier is creepy AF. And this makes me not want to go there. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good bars on the Yeah. Bank. See, I have no idea. Like, I don't even want to go. Like, I'm, I'm like, I'll go to another lake. Yeah. Let's just go to Carter's Lake. Uh, Ain't nobody dying out there. Uh, yeah. Nobody goes. stumps and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It is true. It's not that bad. Uh, we've destroyed two boats on Carter's Lake because of Have stumps. you really? Yeah. Is it because of the water level? No, it's just because like, you so can't see the freaking stumps. The mud. And you're just like flying, like just like. And you just hit them. Yeah. And it's just like, blam. And you're like, Jesus Oh. Am I dead? You know? And like, yeah. it, it's not bad enough. Good thing you're not on Lake Lanier because if you fell in that water, you go. If I fell off a boat into the water, I'm definitely gone. Yeah. Oof. Give us the creeps. Alrighty, Sorry, guys. guys. Yeah, we did it. Um, <sighs> episode five. Complete. Yes. Rate and review. Remember. Rate, review. We love you all. Thank all you for listening. Stars. Give us that yacht money, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we truly appreciate every listen wholeheartedly. We yeah. really do. We're really having a good time, and we want to continue doing this, and we want people to have a good time. So, see you next time. Bye. Bye. Make sure you follow us on our Instagram account, sisterhood underscore of underscore secrets, and our Facebook page, Sisterhood of Secrets. If you would like to share any of your spooky or unexplained encounters, email us at sisterhoodsecrets1 at gmail. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Bye for real.